Joining me for a look at the day's market is Tamsang Ganeta from Shiloh Capital. Thank you so much for your time, Tami. It seems that it's, it's just a negative sentiment all around. Uh, yields, uh, U.S. Treasury yields are up again. And this is ahead of uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell's speech tomorrow. Tomorrow or today? No, today. Later today. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, what are markets anticipating at this point? Well, there's one big number that's uh, always going to get markets freaked out, and that's interest rates, the cost of capital. Mm. Uh, having lived quite a sustainable period of time with the cost of capital being very low, in some instances almost near zero, um, we're going to have now a scenario where the market's beginning to price interest rate increases into the day-to-day -day flow of trading. Um, they're anticipating that uh, there's going to be, at the very least, a, a small hike and how that will impact the markets going forward. Yeah. Uh, tech markets specifically are sensitive to that because their valuations are largely based on forward-looking numbers and when they start making money or when they, when they will start being profitable. And the higher interest rates means that there's going to be a higher discount rate and that means valuations fall. So they're pricing in an increase of the interest rate. Ah. Well, let's actually talk about the companies that are considered to be uh, part of that tech space. Let's start off with uh, Netflix. Um, so actually, their shares doing incredibly well today after they posted their third quarter uh, results where they surprised to the upside on both the top and the bottom line. Um, you know, there was a time when uh, uh, confidence kind of weighed on Netflix. And I'm wondering if this could be uh, the start of a turnaround on that stock? Yes, so I don't necessarily think it is a turnaround to say. Uh, the, the real focus before was, was, was user growth. Mm. Um, now they are making each user more efficient. So the password crackdown has turned out to be well. Um, they're still looking into raising the price of uh, a subscription. I think they've realized that uh, user growth is not going to be a key target anymore. They need to make sure they are able to offer a user more than just Netflix watching, where they've offered games and ads as well. So they're trying to make, make the platform more valuable per user than trying to just target more and more users as there's a ceiling on that. So yeah. they're starting to show that that transition is proving to be profitable and will obviously gain a lot more market confidence. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Tesla because uh, that's a, a different story. Um, it missed on analyst uh, estimates on both uh, revenue and also on earnings. But I'm wondering also what markets are holding on to here because we did see that share price slumping. Is it the, 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 the numbers that missed expectations or maybe also markets are holding on more to the kind of uh, commentary that Elon Musk had on the economy in the U.S.? Yeah, I think, uh, unfortunately, Tesla has the same curse the RAND has. It's an index of factors that are outside its control. Mm. I think there's a lot of it that's the Elon index priced into Tesla. However, there's other elements around car deliveries, uh, the price of the vehicles, uh, the affordability, interest rates, uh, the sourcing of uh, inputs for the battery technology. So there's a lot that's going on right now in the globe that's making it a complex complex thing to put together. Uh, albeit, uh, they, missed, they missed expectations by 690 million. Uh, you would think a company that makes uh, 23 billion in revenue would be satisfactory, but mm. uh, we live in a world where we no longer see small stages in growth as meaningful. So I think the real issue that, that Tesla faces going forward is their inputs, 
how they're going to source them, how they're going to continue with their multiple plants. I know the Mexico City plant specifically is going through a bit of challenges um, and how they're going to continue to meet uh, production expectations. Uh, all right. Well, not a lot of company news out on the JC, but we did get some uh, major price action on Monday today after it released its uh, third quarter trading uh, statement. Uh, the last time I checked, those shares slid by about 8 9%. Um, yeah, they're talking about a challenging uh, macroeconomic uh, uh, environment uh, where they're dealing with softer demand and also lower selling prices. Um, yeah, just just that that punishment that uh, Mondi got. I mean, is it fair? Because I mean, I, I feel like at this point, we know that Mondi is also a cyclical company. Yeah, I think it's a difficult it's a difficult time to be in the industry they're in. I think there's many there's many factors, especially around ESG and environmental issues, that challenge them. I also think uh, have, having a business that's dual-listed always have bring you some challenges especially with how the Europeans, the London listing is always going to bring you some challenges, uh, depending on the Europeans' view, your performance. And I think at this point, uh, the macroeconomic environment is providing sufficient excuse for companies that are really having to look at how they operate, the product they offer, and whether it has long-term legs. Yeah, it's really quite interesting because I think that they're kind of diverging uh, opinions on Mondi. I mean, as much as it's cyclical, it's also seen maybe as less cyclical than Sapi. We also did see Sapi, um, its shares slumping in a sympathy to Mondi. But it's going to be quite interesting to see uh, what the future looks like for Mondi, particularly the full year yeah. numbers. Yeah, it's um, going to be quite difficult, I think. Yeah. The environment around what they're operating at is going to be quite a difficult yeah. thing. Ah, all right. Uh, well, uh, let's get to your stock pick for today. Tammy, what are you hanging your hat on? Sylvania uh, Stillwater. I think, although there's some uh, concerns around uh, loss of jobs, uh, I think the business is still fundamentally sound. Unfortunately, uh, mineral minerals and mining businesses are subject to price movements outside their control. Yeah. But I think the business is fundamentally sound. They're well diverse. Uh, the assets they own are meaningful and have got a decent life of mine. So I think they're very good stock if you're looking for diversification in minerals and mine. Ah, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time. And uh, just unpacking uh, what has been driving our money today, Tammy. That was Tamsang Oneta from Shiloh Capital.